0: Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Bible for Breakfast podcast. Uh, One second. And um, I just want to take this moment to uh, just thank you guys for listening. For those of you who are listening, I appreciate it. And I I appreciate that I'm able to read the Bible. And I'm hoping that even just one person is able to get this and have their lives changed by hearing God's word. And that's really what this is for. But uh, we are going through the book of Hebrews. Uh, we read up until we stopped right before Hebrews 11. So we're going to start there right now. And we are going to read God's word. Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, proof of things not seen. For by this the elders obtain approval. By faith, we understand that the universe has been framed by the word of God, so that what is seen has not been made out of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he had testimony given to him that he was righteous. God testifying with respect to his gifts, and through it he, being dead, still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he wouldn't see death, And he was, and he was not found because God translated him, for he has had testimony given to him that before his translation he had been well pleasing to God. Without faith, it is impossible to be well pleasing to Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He exists and that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. By faith, Noah, being warned about things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared a ship for the saving of his house through which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed to go out to the place which he was which he was to receive for an inheritance. He went out, not knowing where he went. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a land not his own dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him, of the same promise for he was looking for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God by faith even sarah herself received power to conceive and she bore a child when she was past age since she counted him faithful who had promised therefore as as many as the stars of the sky in a multitude and as innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore were fathered by one man In him as good as dead. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them and embraced them from afar, and having confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. If indeed they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had enough time to return but now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed of them to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham being tested offered up Isaac. Yes, he who gladly received the promises was offering up his only born son, to whom it was said, your offspring will be accounted as from Isaac. Concluding that God is able to raise up even from the dead. Figuratively speaking, he also did receive him back from the dead. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, even concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, when he had, well, by faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill treatment with God's people than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a time considering the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who was invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, that the destroyer of the firstborn should not touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. When the Egyptians tried to do so, they were swallowed up. By faith. The walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, didn't perish with those who were disobedient, having received the spies in peace. What more shall I say? For the time would fall if I told of Gideon. Oh, let me back that up here. Verse 32. What more shall I say? For the time would fail me if I told of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jepheth, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who, through faith, subdued kingdoms, worked out righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword from the weakness from weaknesses from weakness were made strong, grew mighty in war, and caused foreign armies to flee verse thirty five women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, not accepting the deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others were tried by mocking and scourging, yes, moreover by bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned, they were sawn apart, they were tempted, they were slain with sword. They went around in sheepskin and in goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering in deserts mountains, caves, and the holes of the earth. These all have been commended for their faith, didn't receive the promise, God having provided some better thing concerning us, so that apart from us they should not be made perfect. And before we move on, like this, so many times I've heard this chapter being read, and um it doesn't switch into a different version a different translation of the Bible makes things kind of hit and see things a little bit differently. things I never really noticed or or things that just punched out differently than this as we talk about this about the hall of faith uh well what some people call this this is like the your your pinnacles the people who you're supposed to emulate who through faith and patience have inherited the promise uh these are the people who are so detrimental to our detrimental they are so not detrimental but so such a pillar to our Christian faith that like looking through this all the things that have happened here that by faith all these things happen and um so there is a bunch of books out there um but the one that's kind of one of the most common ones that i've that I've read is uh Napoleon Hills. Think and grow rich. And in that book, he talks about things like faith, talks about things like vibration, he talks about all this stuff, and really the idea of faith. And he hits it a little bit here, but I think that he the view that he had on faith was actually way more narrow than what it was. But faith, true faith, that's believing in something. You know, everyone that has the verse faith is the evidence of things faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen but what i like is in this 111 one for this world english bible version is that now faith is assurance of things hoped for that means faith is things that you are assured that you know of the things that you hope for are going to happen and it's the proof of things that are not yet seen so it's how you convince yourself that something is going to happen or you're going to be able to receive something or you're going to be able to do something that belief that you know you know that this is going to happen you are assured you have had that settled in you you have that promise in you that this is going to happen the promise for um, Abraham that he was going to have Isaac you might have had that you might have that faith that promise that assurance in you that no one else really understands that God has spoken to you or something that's put into your mind. Um, a lot of millionaires talk about how they had the faith, the dogged persistence. They had the desire. They knew that they were going to become a millionaire. They knew that they were going to be able to feed their family. They knew that they are going to be able to make it through their big break. And it's it's not just knowing in your knower. <laughs> it's not just knowing in your mind. But really what it is, Is it's it's knowing so much that it forces you to take action and continued action to believe that thing, and when you have that faith, amazing things can happen. A lot of times we talk about. I know, I I mentioned it before on the podcast, but like I do believe in the prosperity message, the 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 good news that God wants us to be prosperous, and I believe that not that we're all going to have private jets and fly everywhere. But I believe that if you follow God's principles, if you follow God's laws, if you do what he says, if you truly are doing what he says and not just what a preacher says, but if you're reading the word, you're meditating on it, you're going after it, that God is a rewarder of those who seek him, that God is going to go after them, that God's going to give them what they are looking for. But on top of that, that you're going to feel that you are prosperous. And the only way you can do that is through faith. Is through you believing that what you're doing is going to pay off, that what you're doing is going to pay off, and so yeah, I mean this just hits so well. Like I I could really read this all over again, and and Paul is just writing about you know by faith all these things happened. Jericho fell, uh, Rahab didn't perish, um, Moses was able to leave Egypt. Like all these things that they believe that there was a better way, a better day, a day ahead of them they're going towards, and they could live a long and happy life. And I hope for whoever's listened to this, and if you need to hear this, God wants you to live a long and happy life. He wants you to live a long and happy life because that life is going to be encouraging to Him. It's 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 for His glory. It's for His work. But you have to believe that he wants that for you so you can stop self-sabotaging yourself, so you can move on and you can do some amazing, great things. So that's chapter 11. Uh, Let's move on to chapter 12, and then I'll try to wrap this up very quickly. Chapter 12. Therefore, let's also, seeing that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let's run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, that you don't grow weary, fainting in your souls. You have not yet resisted to blood, striving against sin. You have forgotten the exhortation, which reasons with you as with children. My son, do not take lightly the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with children what son is there whom his father doesn't discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have been made partakers, then you are illegitimate and not children. Furthermore, we have the fathers of our flesh to chasten us, and we pay them respect. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days disciplined us as seemed good to them. But he, for our profit. That we may be partakers of his holiness, all chastening seems seems for the present to be not joyous but grievous; yet afterward it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift up the hands that hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so what is lame may not be dislocated but rather healed. Follow after peace with all men and the sanctification without which no man will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest there be any man who falls short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and may be defiled by it. Lest there be any sexual immoral person or profane person like Esau who sold his birthright for one meal. For you know that even when he afterward desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place. For a change of mind, though he sought it diligently with tears. For you have not come to a mountain that might be touched, and that burned with fire, to blackness and darkness, storm, the sound of trumpet, and the voice of words, which those who heard it begged that no one, that not one more word should be spoken to them, for they could not stand that which was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. So fearful was the appearance that Moses said, I am terrified and trembling." But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable multitudes of angels, to the festal gathering and assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better than that of Abel. See that you don't refuse him who speaks. For if they didn't escape when they refused him, who warned on the earth? How much more will we not escape who turn away from him who warns from heaven? Whose voice shook the earth then? But now he has promised, saying, Yet, once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, Yet once more it signifies the removing of those things that are shaken. As of things that that have been made, that those things which are not shaken may remain. Therefore, receiving a kingdom that can't be shaken, let's have grace, through which we serve God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Man. I am just floored reading the Word and just looking at it with fresh eyes. And if you always read from the World English Bible Version, then I I think you should read from a different version. Try King James, New King James, Amplified, uh, ESV. Just try a different version or a paraphrase to have something else be pulled from the text from you words that either trip you up or words that just stick with you in a different way. And let us remember that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses so that we can throw off everything that holds us back and get rid of the sin that so easily snares us, entangles us. That this faith that God wants us to have, that Paul was talking to the the church to have this faith that you can have is faith that knowing that God has a promise for you and that you can run with reckless abandon that you can run going full force never stopping never having to that that you can get to the promise that God has knowing that it's going to happen it's not out of fear like a lot of times we are afraid that we are not going to be able to have what God has for us. And let me just tell you this right now. It's not that we are afraid, or it's not that we should be. We should not be afraid because we you know because, because of God, we are going to have and get what God has for us. As long as we're able to run after him and believe that God is a rewarder of those who seek him, that if we seek after God, that it says in Matthew, to seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added unto you. That the more we can persevere and believe in our actions, our diligent actions, our everyday actions, actually are going to affirm and confirm that we believe who God is and what he has said and what he has spoken and the promise he has in our life, that by doing that, we are not going to stop short of the goal line. We're going to make it all the way into the end zone. We're going to make it all the way. We're going to hit that home run. And that we are going to um, have and be able to grab hold of what God has for us. Thank you so much for listening to me read the word. Um, if you would like, this is not meant to be a one-sided like church service thing. Um, I'm not a pastor. But what this is meant to be, this is meant to be for you to be able to connect with God and connect with God's word in a different way. So feel free to send me a note, respond to this uh, comment, comment to this podcast. And I look forward to talking with you guys and reading the word again with you next time. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for who you are. Let us be you, the skin on. Let us be your a good representation, a good witness to you in our lives, in our family's life, in in the world around us. Let us always be able to grab hold of who you are and what you are doing. In your name we pray. Amen.